When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. Hope you're having a great Wednesday. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. And as you can see on your screen, we've got DJ Bean from the What Chaos podcast here with us as well. DJ, thanks for being with us, man. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's always, uh, it's always good to have you guys uh, on the show. It helps our uh, credibility. It helps our ratings, and it helps people smash that like button. So get in the habit of doing that. Please do that for us. Subscribe to our YouTube page as well. Same deal on your favorite podcast app. Follow, subscribe, and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for us and for What Chaos, and use all your burner accounts to do so. Right? I think I got everything covered then. Sure. I'm happy to do this just because... I feel like we shouldn't talk about the Blackhawks on our national show as much as we do, but like there's really three teams that excite me. They're all in the West. It's the Oilers, it's the Sharks, and it's the Blackhawks. So I feel less guilt coming on a Blackhawks podcast and talking about Blackhawks the whole time. Yeah, the funny thing is we don't want to talk about Blackhawks. I, I, know that. I mean, I saw on the intro, I saw you guys showed the like all-star changes, and I was like, Oh, uh, who cares? Let's talk about let's talk about how exciting that one goal was last night. Well, let, last let, let's, night, yeah, we should start there for sure. Yeah, last night followed the script of pretty much every Blackhawks game this year. Connor Bedard does something silly in the first four minutes of game, and the rest of the game is hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, but I, Pete, and I had a light argument about this on our show. Like, I like the Blackhawks are trying. There is no sort of sense of like, well. We're going to be bad. We're like, we're as bad as we expected. We probably would be. I know that uh, they have games in hand, but they're lost in the NHL. But there doesn't seem to really be an F this kind of mentality. There's a we're working on something sort of mentality. And I can respect that. I like watching them. I know that they don't have a ton of star power once you get past Bedard. Or I should say developed star power because they do have guys who are going to be really good. But I'll tell you what, even if Bedard's all they have, no one can shoot the puck like him in the entire league. So I'll still watch just off of one. I mean, if he gets hurt, then then we're looking at a, a very not exciting product. If he gets hurt, we're, we're ending the podcast. Like, we're just not going to have it. Then you're a full-time all-star rule changes podcast. I'm knocking on every piece of wood in my closet right now. Yeah. No, it won't be. Yeah. We're not doing. We're not even speaking that into existence. We'll just, we'll just turn this into an anti-Leafs podcast. Oh, that, that's true. Sure. There's always a market for that. Or and those already exist. Those are called Maple Leafs podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, I know you were you were locked and loaded on the Bedard Bowl last night, and obviously, what Connor's been doing has been great this year. There's been so much written, so much said. You saw the highlight itself, but you mentioned some of the other young good players on the team, and I want to get your take because one guy that's come away. What we do after every game is we allow our chat to choose the fourth star of the game. So we say these are the three mm-hmm. stars. And then here are three Blackhawks we think could be considered to be the fourth star. And when it's not Bedard, it is almost always Alex Vlasic. And I want to get oh. your take on what you thought. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure maybe you weren't watching him as you would as closely as you would Bedard. But has he stood out to you in any way, shape, or form yet? I mean, Vlasic has a pretty uh, unenviable role i would say as like being the guy that's tasked with and there's a lot of guys on the the blue line that uh, whether whether it's korchinski uh, or whomever else that are kind of tasked with okay we have the next wave like we found our whether it's a Kane or a taves replacement like who's going to be the duncan keith replacement who's going to be the next wave of those great defensemen and typically and it's kind of changing in recent years but typically it takes longer to make a mark in the NHL as a defenseman. You generally look like an asshole the first like three seasons of your career. So if you have good games, it's extremely promising. So 
I like a few guys on their blue line. I know that uh, who, who was it that that undressed our guy Wyatt Kaiser? Uh, you got to be oh. more specific. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was, who had the puck. No, that was uh, it. Was it was a it was a vet? I couldn't. I can't think of who it was though. But like, I guess I say that to say like there are supposed to be bumpy moments for yeah. young defensemen. So it's encouraging that the Blackhawks fan base is often encouraged by Vlasic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's 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 funny. Like we're we're almost kind of getting into the not obviously in a completely different stratosphere of player, but we're kind of getting to the point with Alex Vlasic where we kind of were with Duncan Keith. Like we don't talk about him all that much because he doesn't give us anything to really worry about at the moment. Like he's doing everything uh, right. Like that you would expect from a, from a rookie defenseman. Like, you know, he, he had, he made a great play uh, defending Connor McDavid last night. And it was kind of just like, yeah, of course, like he he can do that, like at this level, like it's 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 a weird thing to like have a, a player at that stage in their career, and we're already just kind of like, yeah, he's fine, like we're not worried at all. Like we we want to either be, I, I think that what's more fun is either being like sensationally dazzled by a player like Bedard, or like we're pulling our hair over the development of a young player uh, like Lucas Reichel, where Vlasic is just like, well, he's doing what you would expect a young defenseman to do, and he's been fine. So it's just like the the attention on him is 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 much different, and I and I think for a young defenseman, if if no one is worried about you, you're doing you're doing great. Like, Not just a young defenseman, a defenseman, a young defenseman who is tasked with other than Seth Jones being like the guy back. Like he's second on the team in ice time. Yeah, that, that's not a sheltered position he in which he finds himself that's a like you are going to have to like get shelled at points even because you're playing with a young team and an experienced team and a team that's going to go through a lot of growing pain so that actually delights me because i can't think of many fan bases and i'm doing a thing right now called pandering but i can't think of many <laughs> fan bases that would watch a young player in that position where like bad things are probably going to happen when they're out there just because of it's growing pains. It's everything. I know that he played not a lot. He played what, like 20 NHL games for the season, something like that. Not a lot, right? Split over two seasons. Yeah. yeah. Like, like various cups of coffee, mm -hmm. but there are going to be bad moments and maybe it's like a lack of other good moments that make uh, fans excited about Vlasic. But I, I feel good about that because we, we did it. Uh, it's in the lost. Uh, it'll be probably in like the, lost episodes of what chaos we talked to uh vlasic and uh in kaiser and they were both awesome dudes but we had some technical difficulties with how it shook out and everything we're trying to salvage it but anyway like we came away from it really rooting for both of those guys because i don't know, like i didn't encounter a person on that team who i thought was uh dickish yeah i i, I think they have a lot of good good young guys hmm my favorite new thing about Alex Vlasic is that he's six foot six and he's not even the tallest guy on his defensive pair anymore. <laughs> wow. Because Louis Crevier, they just call up a six foot eight. That is 14 feet of defenseman on that pairing right now. It's pretty amazing to watch. Sheesh. Wild. All right. Well, that's enough Blackhawks. We're tired of that. Yes. Uh, we do want to, has the NHL here with these uh, rule changes, and we'll go over them here in a second, to the All-Star Weekend, have they done something cool and good? I don't know, because so <laughs> I I don't care about the All-Star game at all. And I'm a, a authenticity tacious guy. Like I like I, I if I if I don't know something I won't pretend to know it and if I don't like something I won't pretend to like it. That sounds like a real world intro. I don't mean to do that to be like I'm gonna tell like it is. But like generally, if the NHL is trying to market to hockey fans that don't care about the All Star Game, I am like patient zero because I love the NHL and I never care about the All Star Game. I never care about the skills challenge. I never care about even like the. I'll tell you what I didn't care that much about the, uh, the like the fantasy draft. And any of that stuff. Mm. Here's what's piqued my interest: that it's for a million dollars. And I said this today. No matter how much money people have, or how what a million dollars means with inflation or taxes or whatever, there's something about 
a million dollars that is so exciting. We ended up having a conversation today on the show saying they should replace the Stanley Cup with a million dollars. Imagine the commercials where they were cash prize. They, they were like, ooh, it's the Knights and the Panthers playing for a million dollars. And you wouldn't know like a million dollars each. Are they splitting it? Whatever. A million dollars is shiny as hell. So I would not have been interested in any of this. Then I heard a million dollars and I was like, all right. And some of these young guys like Bedard doesn't probably doesn't make a million dollars, right? No, he's he probably nine. What nine, like nine, nine fifty? Well, he's yeah. nine 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 fifty is the is the rookie max, and then he's also got a ton of bonuses, which I think, without looking at it, I would imagine he's on track to hit a couple of them. So I, I think what the maximum of his bonuses each year is like four and a half million if he were to hit all of them, which I don't think he's going to hit all of them, but he'll hit some of them. So I th- I'm sure this year, plus endorsements, he's going to make over a million dollars. And he probably makes more because the NHL rigged the him to right. go to mm-hmm. Chicago. Yeah. So they probably also they were like, while we're spending money. Yeah, yes. they're let, they're letting us circumvent the cap and pay him ten million dollars under the table because, you know, the oh, that would does rock. everything for the Blackhawks. That would right. Yeah, here you guys are getting Otani. Yeah, Hawks are getting Otani. Yeah, in in uh, in in twelve years when he's a free agent. (laughs) But he's gonna play goalie and forward. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that'd be the best at the same time. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Well, I think you know the the motivation with the million is, and here's I hate all star game discourse. I worked in general sports radio. for 23 years and i just every time the all-star game rolls around is this boring how can they fix it i get so tired of it but the the problem with the nhl is every player is too cool for the all-star game every player is too cool for the skills competition they can't show any individuality they feel like if they do they'll get made fun of so everyone is not bought in so you're literally paying for their you say fine can you give a shit for two hours and if you do, we'll give you a million dollars. And I think that aside with, you know, the, the actual changes, and I'll just run through them real quick here because everybody likes when people read on a podcast, um, 12 All-Stars will compete in this skills competition. They'll each perform in four of the, fir- of the first six events and accumulate as many points as possible. And then those winners will advance to some other competitions. And then those winners will win, or the one winner will win a million bucks. So there's more to it than that, but... That's and it all culminates in something they call Squid Game, which we don't have here in the, the States. <laughs> but it's a game that uh, in, in Korea, a lot of uh, kids played growing up, I understand. Okay. Yeah, yeah I've, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, no shame in reading on the podcast today. I read basically an entire Penn State study on uh, I how to prevent your child from becoming an iPad kid because we were talking about the Blackhawks. How long is that study? How long uh, is that study besides don't give them an iPad? Uh, it was pretty long. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. If you guys were probably – no, it was in Edmonton. So you were probably watching on ESPN, like that Luke yeah, Richardson yeah. thing of yeah. he's, he's limiting the screen time with Bedard. <laughs> we went all the way in on that. We were reading all sorts of reports. We don't want Bedard to become an iPad kid. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I can't – I'm going to watch it. Because part of me not caring about the All-Star Game stuff is trying to find out if I care about this iteration. And generally, a lot of people are excited and I'm like, oh, well, I'm happy that that did it for you. It didn't really do it for me. There is, you are right, there is like a an air of like, do the guys even want to do it? Is, uh, is it like kind of like the dunk contest in the NBA became where it was like, well, if you're really good, you shouldn't want to be in the dunk contest. That's for that's for the kids or whatever. G- gimmicky. Yeah. yeah, but I also wouldn't mind a thing. I, w- I also wouldn't mind stuff if they just did stuff with the kids. Like, the, the rookie class that exists this year is so fantastic that if they were like Bedard, Cooley, like get all, all those kids there and just had them race and shit, I'd be into that a little. Yeah, I mean, the... the- the Blackhawks, uh, their first uh, first intermission entertainment is the Junior Hawks Relay. I mean, just have all the kids do that. And then, you know, you do obstacle courses. You jump over hockey sticks. Love that. You, know, you do some stick handling. Then you do a Superman dive underneath some boxes. And then at the at the end, you get two goalies to do the race. Like, it's, it's some some nights, it's my most favorite moment of a Blackhawks <laughs> game. Sean and I were saying we were at the Bruins uh, 
Sabres game last week and they were doing the kids playing and the intermission. And we were saying that somebody should do that with like men's league. Yeah. Get like a bunch of adults who suck it because instead of being like, hey, let's get some kids who are fucking terrible at hockey. God bless them. Uh, let's get some adults who have the same level as mm-hmm. of skill as these adorable kids. They're just not adorable. See, that's awesome. And you allow them. You do a second intermission. You let them get a little uh, get a little buzzed. You know, before yeah. before they hit the ice. A true and I'd have the same game. reaction watching where I'd be like, oh, one of them got the puck. Go, go, go. Oh, he's going <laughs> to he's gonna get tuckered out. Oh, he yeah. fell down. Yeah. Oh, okay. See? But it, uh, yeah, just like a bunch of, like, I don't know, started to learn to skate at 35 plus. That would be, uh, I think, really charming. I'm in. I'm in <laughs> yeah. on that for sure. Well, mm. and, and I, I, I think, you know, we kind of got in, uh, I don't want to say he completely... Uh, rolled his eyes at being an All Star, but last uh, last year Seth Jones was was named an All Star for the Blackhawks um, because every team gets representation. To me. And um, he, I, I can't remember the exact quote, but I remember when you know we talked to him uh, after him being named an All Star. It was something like, "Well, I had you know planned to go back to." back to my you know hometown in 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 texas for the week but i guess those plans are going to change like i feel like these a lot of the players would rather just have the week off go take a vacation and then come back you know with a little bit of you know steam blown off or just you know get their bodies back right but for some of these guys it's like they don't get this vacation they get to you know sure they go on a vacation they get to you know go to the all-star game weekend but you're still obligated to do a bunch of stuff where some of them would rather just go home be with their families or go you know to cancun for a week or something in the case of jones last year it's not it's almost a chore because and it's a reminder that like your bad season and by your i guess i mean like the royal your or the like your team's bad season yeah, like you're not even getting a break from that because you have to go like when you're not maybe playing your hottest hockey, you still have to go to this thing because your team is so bad that they have to send somebody. Right. And you're a good player. You're a nice guy. So how about you do it? That doesn't feel like the, I don't know, the 21 or 22 year old who's getting to their first all-star game and they really feel like they're kind of coming up in the league. That's exciting. So I could see how depending on what your situation is, how good your team is, the All-Star game is either a great time or a bleak affair. Yeah, I don't think Seth Jones will have to worry about getting the nod for the Blackhawks this year. It's pretty obvious <laughs> who they're going to send. Um, so, uh, yes, it's going to be Alex Classic, as, we, uh, as we've yeah. covered, yeah. It's going to be the Tyler Johnson revenge tour. Uh, but I, I like the idea of like the same guy, 12 guys competing against you. Because I always enjoyed the the skills competition. I never cared much for the game itself. I always liked the night before better than the, the actual all-star game, especially recently. I kind of like the idea that you're going to get 12 guys competing against each other, the same 12 guys all night. I'm just worried that they're going to NHL this and not pick the right 12 guys oh. like it's it's pretty obvious like who the best 12 guys should be the most marketable guys and i'm just worried that they're gonna they're gonna screw that up and put some guys out there where you're like why Where's oh yeah Where's, yeah, yeah like, you, you, you can't pull teeth from from 12 guys to try and make it entertaining and do, do you think that they would do two guys from the same team or I wouldn't Probably think no so, way but you thing. might. It's in Toronto, and you've got three Toronto Maple Leafs who all kind of would be fun in that competition. But no, I, Fuck I mean, that. you got twelve guys. You've got <laughs> no Leafs. Well, I'm I'm for that, but uh, <laughs> just in general, just yeah, <laughs> yeah, no Leafs. Because no, I, I was more thinking like, how many Oilers are we getting there? Like we're getting we're getting McDavid, we're getting Drysaddle, Zach Hyman though is like one of the best goal scorers in the league this year, even though all of his goals, as you saw last night, his goals are like, hold your stick mm-hmm. and Mc, McDavid will pass it off your stick and into the net. But whatever, it counts. It's simple. He's and made it an works. entire career out of doing that. That's what he did in Toronto. That's what he's doing in Edmonton. God bless him. I, mean, I love Zach Hyman. I'm, I, they, uh, I sent one of my jerseys, one of my Oilers jerseys. I do have multiple. I'm an oil man to uh, get customized with, 
hymen on it. I'm quite excited. Yeah. It's my guy. But I'm just worried. Like, to me, the logical move, which means it won't happen, is you've got 12 guys, you have four divisions, you pick three guys from each division. So you pick yeah. like the best three guys from each division, you know, and, and let them go and and see what happens. But man, man, that'd be that would suck in the like the Pacific where there's so like you got the reigning cup champions, so you're gonna want to have good representation there. Truly, like maybe you guys don't want to hear it after last night, but like the Oilers are such a party right now. They're always a party, but like sometimes they're like the party that where like someone died and sometimes they're like the party that they're like a pizza party. And right now they're a pizza party, which is amazing. So I want as much shine on the exciting parts of this season to be represented at the all-star game. And that's basically Connor Bedard, uh, a bunch of Oilers, uh, Michael Andlauer giving incredible press conferences. (laughs) That is what I want. I want, Anybody I with the last the name Hughes older to be at the All Star Game? I want him to be competing. He could be the judge of like the shootout. Competition. Yeah, and he'd be like, I don't know why. His whole thing would just be like, I don't know why I'm. I don't know why. I don't know why this is my problem. Why well, I have to pick who's who's doing it the best? I was, I I, I came into this thing thinking that I was just going to do this, and then this is what they force upon me. Somebody must be fired for this. I love that guy. I'm crazy about him. Hockey needs more dudes like that for sure. Uh, yeah, he's the uh, Tim Heidecker. I didn't rig shit guy. <laughs> Tim Heidecker, Tim Robinson. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 I think you have to. the The NHL path of this would be three people from each division and blah blah blah. I, the The best route is take your take the guys who are legitimately all stars and are going to be there, and then your twelve most entertaining guys. Like you you put the Kachuk brothers there, you put uh you put McDavid and Dreisidel in there and put them against each other. You put Bedard in there as you know as the as the kid uh you know trying to mix things up. Like I I I just think it's the entertainment value has to has to be a consideration and you know, sorry if you get six, you know, six people from the the, the west uh, or the from the Pacific, and you know, five from the east, and then it's Bedard. Like, if if that's how it shakes out, that's how it should shake out. Like that, you need to put your most marketable players forward in this position. And like, if you're if you're gonna mic people up, like they had Bedard mic'd up last night. What a waste of time! Like, what is it? What are you expecting to get from him other than the fact that you said you mic'd up Bedard? Like, you're not going to get anything exciting. Felino's he was very good with us. Up. He was very. He was a real mouthful. Yeah. We no, I know. Him up. He was be, 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 be. every other word. We were like, <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. But you got it. You got to get them all in the right in the right settings. Like miking up Bedard for a game is useless because he's just going. It's it's just going to be him talking strategy and and yelling obscenities at himself because he didn't score six goals instead of five goals. But I like, mean, it's, but that that's the same thing as McDavid. Yeah, but I think if you I, I think if you get like you put them together, like I'm sure that I'm sure at this summer's BioSteel camp, like they had some interesting conversations. Yeah, but like in a game in a game setting, it's it's different. So then. Mario, we're like, are, so you fall more on the side of deserves kind of got nothing to do with it because I sort of feel that way too. Like, I want Tage Thompson in this thing, and people are going to be like, why is there a fucking saber out there? But like, <laughs> Tage Thompson, when he's on the ice, you can't take your eyes off him. He looks yeah. like a like a lion that hasn't grown into his skin yet. It's a just the really uh, perplexing aesthetic, and he's fantastic. So I want Tage Thompson there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Me, I mean, if you're me the more exciting ones, if you if you think about like how all star games, Pro Bowls, whatever, they're they're entertaining when you when you highlight the right players. Like just because someone's the highest scoring guy doesn't mean he has any entertainment value in an in, a, in an all star game setting. So I think you have to have that entertainment value because the NHL does a horrible job at highlighting personalities and entertainment value and then sometimes when they stumble upon a a, a you know a great uh, a great quote or a great a great you know scene where you know like like last night you had uh Krichekov and and Brady Kachuk almost getting in a fight awesome. after he goes aggressive goalie like that that should have been a highlight 
like all over the league, but instead you got, you know, dumb conversations about, oh, well, Kachukov should get run uh, right after that happens. Like, no, like, like, I just, I just think the entertainment value has to be in this setting, the highlight. It doesn't have to be someone's the, the league leader in, in scoring, but they have no personality. Like, I want to see personality. I want to see, you know, the Hughes brothers and the Kachuk brothers going after each other, like, you know, like brothers do. Like, that, that's what I would want to see to be the entertainment value aspect. That's the thing too. Like it's so the league is too worried about like having a representative from every team. I don't care. I watch Seth Jones play 82 games a year. I'm not going to like, I got to go watch Seth Jones play the all-star game. I don't, I'm thinking of my all-star memories, right? Owen Nolan scores by, was it Hasek and goal? He points at him and scores. He was a shark. Okay. Guess what? It was still cool, right? Sean Taylor kills the kicker, the punter and the pro bowl. Awesome moment. I was not a Washington football team fan at that time. I'm still not. Like it's 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 about highlighting the best and most exciting players. Don't worry about is it balanced east to west, the biggest rivalry in sports. Is it balanced divisionally? It doesn't matter. Get me the 12 best for the skills competition. Get me the you know 46 best for the All Star game, and let's go. I don't care if no. Ho- I know Bedard's going to make it, but you know what I mean. It should not matter. That's how you water it down. Yeah, I think I think so. Like the and like n- nobody in the All Star game should feel like a charity case. They don't want to feel like and they don't want to feel like one to be like, oh well, your team's bad and someone's got to be there, so we'll bring you here and we're. It, 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 honestly, it's why I hated the idea of them doing the World Cup of Hockey and only having it be what was it like North America and then yeah. Finland and a couple of other countries. I'm like. It does Finland, not make Sweden, sense. US, Canada. It, right. It, it does not make sense if an okay uh, American player on the Oilers gets back from that break and Leon Dreisidel is like, hey, how was the World Cup thing? I didn't get to go because I'm from Germany. Like, that's the mo- that's it, that tournament can't be taken seriously. So give me the flashiest, most exciting, and make them really, make them really work for that million. Yeah. All right, DJ, we've taken enough of your time with our stupidity. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for being with us. I just thought of an idea for oh. some entertainment. Yes. Add a 13th guy. It's Brad Marchant. You give him a microphone. He doesn't participate in any competition. <laughs> he just stands there and talks shit to everybody. He just roasts people. <laughs> Amazing. You know what, though? Yeah, yeah. He is so like on top of his game mentally that... He probably wouldn't say a word the whole time. He would just look at people and they'd be fucking waiting. It's like in How I Met Your Mother where they have the slap bet and he's waiting to get slapped. And the fact that he hasn't been slapped yet is like the most treacherous thing. If you say like, okay, Marshawn's mic'd up and he's really going to roast you. People would skate around terrified. I mean, they normally do when Marshawn's there anyway, in (laughs) fairness. Yeah. (laughs) You could also have Ryan Reeves with a mic saying things he's going to do. Just trust him. Like, I'm going to get you. Yeah. If only I was on the ice, I would have gotten you. When I was on the ice after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. DJ. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Appreciate uh, we'll you guys. Talk to one of you Go guys Hawks. Next week. Yeah, please. Go Hawks. That's for sure. Always. All right. Follow the What Chaos Show, YouTube, your favorite podcast app, all that great stuff. They do great work. It has quickly ascended into my second favorite podcast after this one, uh, but it's Can't Miss. Four days a week. Part of the All City Network. That's how we talk to them every week. We're happy to have them aboard. It's good stuff. Awesome stuff. Love talking to those yes. guys. You know what else is good stuff? What? Our partners at Ray Chevrolet. Mm-hmm. And they're having their biggest sale of the year right now. Make your way to Ray Chevrolet on Route 12 in Fox Lake to join in on the savings for their model year-end sales event. As one of the top-selling Chevy dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest Chevy inventories. But right now, they're trying to make room for the incoming 2024 models, so their current inventory must go. Plus, you can find the perfect tailgate vehicle at Ray Chevy because they have over 100 new Silverados in stock. And that's not all. Get 0% financing with $0 down and zero payments until the spring of 2024 or... Save over $3,000 on a new Chevy Blazer, $4,000 on an Equinox, or over $10,000 
on a Silverado. That's lots of thousands of dollars you're saving. And to top it all off, they're pricing over 125 vehicles under $20,000. Seriously, guys, can pricing get more affordable? And I know everybody loves the word free, and that's what you'll get this month at Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake, a free oil change. All you need to do is mention CHGO when scheduling your oil change online or on the phone. You better hurry. This exclusive offer ends December 31st. Visit Ray Chevrolet in person in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com to get your model year end savings. They've been serving the community since 1963. Find new roads. And with all the money you saved, you could fill up your account at DraftKings. Bet all the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm looking at the app right now, and they've always got these like custom same game parlays up here. So you got Boston at New Jersey. Let's do this in honor of DJ, big Bruins fan. Here is a plus 1146 parlay. All right. David Pasternak over four and a half shots. David Pasternak to score a goal and the Bruins to win over the Devils. That is plus 1146 at DraftKings. That sounds fun. Go jump on that one. Even if you don't like the Bruins, it's fun to root for Pasternak. He's a good player, good dude. So jump on that one. Those are big odds and seems, you know, doesn't seem like the most unlikely outcome. So check it out. Download the app now. And use the code CHGO. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code CHGO only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. We told you that already. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. The Shield. That is a mouthful. That is. Holy Lord. Oh, hey. You you did it. I did do it. And before I forget, we have a watch party coming up. Hawks and Avalanche, December 19th. That is a week from yesterday. So Tuesday the 19th. Home game watch party. Yeah. We're going to be at the uh, Broken Barrel Bar, 2548 North Southport with our friends at Goose Island. You can go to allchgo.com. To check out all the details there, just go to our events page. You can RSVP. It is free, but you can RSVP just so we can get a little bit of a head count to know what to prepare for. AllCHGO.com. Watch party with Goose Island at Broken Barrel Bar, 2548 North Southport. That is Tuesday, December 19th at 630, and we should be doing a live postgame show then as well. And we know how well the game went the last time the Hawks and Avs got together, so that'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah, and... uh you know, we're what two and zero with uh, takeovers and one and zero with watch parties. It's it's uh, it's shaping up for a potential uh, good night. So it'll be it'll be a good time. It should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. I've not been yeah. to Broken Barrel in a minute. I'm looking forward to getting back there. Yeah, I haven't been there in a while, but uh, it's a good place. It's a good good space. Always a good time. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, should be a good game. I think. Uh, but you know, it'll be, it'll be nice to, uh, it'll, it'll be nice to have like the, to watch a game. That'll be the home, the home game atmosphere. Cause like, we don't get to do that all that often anymore. And when we do, it's for the third period, you know? So that, that'll be a, a fun experience. Even just personally to be like, Hey, we're watching a home game. Like this is what it sounds like when they score maybe, uh, if, you know, on TV in, in a, in a home setting again. So. Yeah, it'll be fun. Should be fun. All right, Steven, I know we've been uh, hot and heavy with uh, DJ as always. Do we have any super chats we need to get to or any comments we need to address uh, before we move on here? We do not. Please send the super chats, though. I'll be sure to put them on screen if you do. No super chats. Jeez. I know somebody was asking about Greg's sweatshirt. I think it needs to be ex- explained, Greg, because for the for the old folks in the chat that don't know, run to jewels. Run to the jewels. It, 
it's it's a play on the the hip hop group Run the Jewels. See, there's the shopping bags. There you go. Yeah, Run to the Jewels. Greg, I, I see your I know dog for a brief jewels. moment there. What's that? Did I see your dog for a brief moment there as well? Yeah. It, every time I start chatting on one of our remote shows, he fears that he's missing out and he needs to. <laughs> he was growling at me for a good twenty minutes before I picked him up, but now he's sleeping peacefully. What a super DJ. chat. Oh, I was going to say, would a super chat get your pug on screen? But I don't know if we want to wake him yeah, up. You don't wake a sleeping oh, no, baby. For, I, hey, listen, he, he's he's woken up for less than that. So uh, I'll, <laughs> uh, I'll put him on for the rest of the show for a $10 super chat. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, all right, fellas, we are at the unofficial, like, one-third mark of the season. Um, do we want to try to go through who we think might be uh, some of the award winners this year in terms of like MVP, Norris, Vezina, that sort of stuff? Yeah, I mean, at least, or maybe not predict who's going to win it, but who would have it right now, maybe? Because that's different than like trying to figure out who's going to get it at the end of the year. Though they'll probably be a lot of the same dudes. Yeah, I would think so. Like I'm looking at this, I'm looking at the leaders here, and and like a lot of the categories, and there's not a lot of people that you're saying, wow, that's kind of. That's kind of crazy. Can't really see mm-hmm. that that happening. And let's start with the Norris because what's so funny about the Norris is I think a lot of us, like two years ago when Colorado won the cup, we're all like, well, Kale McCarr is going to be one of these guys that just runs away with the Norris every year for five or six years and hasn't really been the case. Quinn Hughes is absolutely just on fire right now. He's got 39 yeah. points. We saw last night that he became, what was he, the second or third leading defensive scorer in Canucks history already? Like something yeah. ridiculous. Like holy He cow. leads the NHL in assists right now. Yeah. With 30. I mean, that's that's insane. Look, McCarr's right there. McCarr's got 28 assists and eight goals. Hughes has nine goals and 30 assists. So they're they're right, they're right next to each other. But it's so funny, like everyone's like, oh, you know, McCarr's not really having the same kind of year. Yes, he is. But Quinn Hughes has just been <laughs> that damn good. It's uh yeah. he is he's remarkable. My favorite Quinn Hughes. My ho- my favorite Quinn Hughes stat when looking up stats this morning, he's been on the ice for an NHL high 65 goals for his team this year. Sheesh. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, the Blackhawks even scored 65 goals this year, <laughs> let alone with one guy on the ice. Honestly, I'm looking right now. The Hawks have 66 goals on the year. There you go. And Quinn Hughes has been on the out goal for 65 by himself. Like, that's insane. The other thing, too, about the Canucks is, and I know, like, they they, they definitely came out of nowhere this year. They're 19-9-1. Their goal differential is plus 37. The next closest team is plus 32. And guess what? It's Vegas and L.A., all teams in the Pacific Division. Um, and I... I it, the Canucks, like, I didn't want to believe. I didn't want to think this was going to last. But here we are, thirty games into the year, mm-hmm. and they're they're rolling, man. They're they're solid as hell. Yeah, I mean, you got uh, you got Thatcher Demko playing spectacularly. Uh, so that's a, that's a huge factor in their in their goal differential being being high. But I mean, you also got you know Elias Pettersson leading the way you got Quinn Hughes leading the way you got Brock Besser and Connor Garland, like no longer being thought of as like, Hey, we need to trade these guys. Like, no, they're key contributors to your team. So like everything that was like the big question marks for Vancouver, they're all clicking at the same time, which is like perfect for them. Um, so yeah, I mean, Hey, it's good on you. I, I think Vancouver was this team that was like for even last year and the year before it was like, these guys should be better than they're doing. And and now, now they're kind of all at the same time, um, you know, hitting the, hitting those strides. So it's, I mean, from an outsider perspective uh, it's, it's fun to see a team playing that well that you didn't expect to play that well. Well, and you, not only do you have, you know, he was making the, he, I mean, he's been great for a long time. Don't get me wrong, but just solidifying that, and you got Brock Besser tied for the lead, lead, league lead in goals with 21 right there with Austin mm-hmm. Matthews. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> that, that's a formula for success. You got a lot of guys. And, you know, Elias Pettersson's right there in scoring. Like, it's they're just deep and good. JT Miller, getting, second in the league in scoring. What the getting hell? a bunch of guys having career years all at the same time usually means your team's doing pretty good. Yeah, yes, sure. I would say so. I would say so. Um, 
And yeah, like even in goal, like you mentioned Mario Thatcher Demko, he's not at the top of the league, but he's right there with a two point four two goals against. Um, he's been he's been great. It's I don't know that that team's for real. I don't I d- didn't predict that. I know people talking this summer like JT Miller's a contract that they'll never be able to get rid of and they're going to regret forever. And here he is second in the league in points. Like it's just everything came together at the same time for them, especially when they were kind of looking. We were thinking last year and even heading into the summer, like, yeah, we know Connor Garland wanted to go, right? And he's he had requested yeah. a trade, and that's probably – he probably pulled that request. But even, like, Brock Besser was a guy that was talked about, like, potentially being shopped to clear some cap space or to even kind of start, like, a rebuild situation there a little bit. And now all of a sudden, they don't panic. They don't pull the plug on everything. They don't make all these trades, and the team responds pretty well. It was, I mean, they've been great, and they're fun to watch, which is – you know, it's been a while since I've been able to appreciate the Canucks because of the Hawks rivalry. I used to love them when Pavel Bure was there and McGillney was there. Um, but now that the whole Hawks rivalry is completely dead and over, I can kind of watch and enjoy in Vancouver again. Yeah. So does that mean Rick Tockett has the uh, Jack Adams award uh, wrapped up at this point? Hey, I mean, the, the award for we expected you to suck and you're playing well. Yes. I think Rick Tockett's well, probably. I don't know if he's got it wrapped up because. One of my candidates for at least the third of the season for coach of the year is is Spencer Carberry with the Capitals. How does he have that roster with the corpse of Alex Ovechkin somehow in a playoff spot right now, especially with as bad as they started? And, and Jay, you and I were at the game the other night, and we're looking at these, and we're like, who the hell are these guys? I I don't think that's going to last. They're going to slip out, but – you know, the, the the Devils are going to make their run. The, the Hurricanes are going to make their run and get back in there. But still, I mean, what he's done with, you know, the one guy on the roster that everybody wants to see is, 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 is a shell of himself right now, and he's got that team right in the thick of a playoff run. I mean, that's that's impressive. I I don't believe in them at all. I think – I don't either. Yeah, but, they're, they're minus I mean, eight in goal differential – these are um, these are for the third the third of the season for the first yeah. third of the season he might be the best coach. I mean, look, it, it, you can't. It, you're getting something out of nothing. Like the problem with Vancouver before, which is why maybe it hurts Tockett a little bit. But I think if Tockett's a nominee, they're going to give it to him because he's a big name. People know him. It's Canada, uh, yeah, it's exactly. Uh, but like with Vancouver in years past, it was what is wrong with this team? Like this is a they're they're not playing as well as they should. Whereas with Capitals, it's like this team's going to blow. It's going to be all about getting Ovechkin goals, and it's really been the opposite this year. Yeah, I think the Hart Trophy is a very interesting one, too. Um, uh, Like, obviously, to me, Connor McDavid is the most valuable player in this league because when he was hurt and then he rushed back and wasn't playing at 100%, the Oilers fired their coach. And now he's healthy, and he's playing a different game than everybody else but i also don't rule out nikita kucherov and what he's quietly somehow quietly doing in tampa bay leading the league in points and single-handedly keeping that team alive in the playoff race he's got Mm -hmm. 47 points he has a five-point lead on the next closest scorer which is jt miller yes (laughs) Again, it's, it's 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 impressive. The Hawks have sixty six goals. He has forty seven points. <laughs> it's just yeah, yeah. I mean, and 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 when you look at what uh, what Tampa had to do to just kind of stay afloat until uh, Andre Andre Vasilevsky got back, like they they had to rely on you know their 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 offensive prowess, and Kucherov was the guy leading leading the way and got them through that point to where. You know, you could get Vasilevsky back. You can kind of get your roster back to that. Like, all right, this is the this is the contender team uh, that we're we're still expecting them uh, to be. So, I mean, to have to have that wide of a gap in points um, above everybody else. You know, five, like you said, five points ahead of second place JT Miller, uh, eight points ahead of you know the four guys tied in second place with thirty nine points. Like it's. I know there's the Art Ross for most points is, is its own award, and it doesn't always have to translate to most valuable. But when you get a when you get scoring gaps like that, it it, it almost is is like silly to think otherwise. 
Yeah. And it's that was another team that a lot of people thought was going to kind of fall off a little bit this year. But, yeah, your point of, you know, you look at Edmonton and you've got McDavid right there and Settle right there, and you look at, you know, you've got a lot of uh, tandems of the mm. top league in scoring. And, and with Tampa, it is Kucherov and that's it, <laughs> you know. Um, why don't we take a break and we come back? We'll do a couple of the other ones uh, that we need to do. Sure. Yeah, but first we're going to tell you about game time. Yes, game time. That is where you need to go. If you want to see any one of these great teams we're talking about when they come to town, uh, I know buying tickets on the secondary market could be a little bit of a frustrating experience. You think you got yourself this great seat, and all of a sudden all the extra – prices and fees come tacked on all of a sudden your $30 ticket is now a $300 ticket well you don't have to worry when you're buying tickets for your next big event game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for the sports music comedy and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets basically if you buy uh, a ticket on game time for say Blackhawks versus the Canucks coming up here in a few days. And then you go to another one of these sites and you see that same section tickets cheaper, let them know. And they're going to refund your money and match that price. Um, So there's no risk when you shop. They have the last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, easy to find and buy tickets for any kind of event in your area area. Plus you can get a view of your seat in all the venues so you know exactly what you're going to be able to look uh be able to see from your venue whether you're going for a hockey game a basketball game a concert there's also event cancellation protection and job loss protection there is no risk when you shop at game time take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create account and use the code chgo for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem the code chgo for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed and there just as game time is making it easier to get tickets comed it's making it easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. That's something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it. Yeah, that electric grid, it's ever evolving to meet our cleaner energy needs. And as we all move with confidence towards an electric tomorrow, whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, like I know you do, Jay, I do. ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. Mario, what should business owners do? Well, if you're a business owner, you better go to comed.com slash clean to learn more about these resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure in- infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. And if you own a business, do not wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business, good for the planet, good for all of us. Go to comed.com slash clean. Is that comed.com slash comed.com slash clean, Jay? Yeah, go there now. See how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. All right. That was aggressive. But I'll I'm just gonna do it because I'm scared. I am so passionate about the the cleanness of your business (laughs) and the electric grid that's coming to change all of our lives that I want all the people to know about ComEd. All right. Next to the Blackhawks, it is is the the biggest thing I am passionate about in this world. All right. Fair enough. Jeez, we'll do it. Okay. (laughs) Relax, bud. Um, All right. What else we got to do? We got to do the Calder. Uh, Gee, I wonder how that's going to go. Brock Faber. (laughs) I just, it's funny, like, with all the hand-wringing and, like, you know, within the first three or four games, everyone's already looking at the Calder race and saying, like, oh, is Bedard going to win it? He's got a, a healthy cushion uh, on, He's gonna on the cues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah. anyone saying anything otherwise is looking for a reaction. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's that, not going to be Marco it, Rossi. Simply put, it's not going to be uh, Logan Cooley, world's greatest prospect. You know, it's not going to be any of those guys. Um, yeah, we're, I had the rookie rookie's points up a se- second ago, and I've lost Bedard's, it. Bedard's got 24. Uh, the next rookie doesn't have 20. 
Yeah, it's Bedard with 24. Then you have Hughes, Rossi, and Fantilli with 16. Yeah. Ronkov and Cooley have 15. Zary and Evangelista have 14. And Carlson and Brink have 13. Yeah. So, and Carlson should be higher because he should just be playing every game. But he's not. But that's not yes. my problem. I mean, he's got an eight-point lead on the next closest players. Like, let's... Yeah, and, he, and, and he's doing it with, like, the Devils, the Wild... You know, those are better rosters than this roster. You could Columbus is a better roster. Arizona's a better roster. Like he's doing he's doing it with the worst roster any of these rookies are on. He's making Philip Kurashev like close to a point per game. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> that's all you need to know. You can take all your analytics, you can take yeah. all your graphs and your blobules that you make with these things, like look at this and expect a goal for it. He's making Philip Kurish have a legitimate scoring threat. That's all you need to know. I mean, yeah. he's running away with it. it. And look, like the league was going to give it to him in any sort of close. Like yeah. as long as he was in the conversation, you know, Bedard's going to win it. And but he's already blowing people out of the water. Right. So yeah, yeah. Con- it's every. It, it seems like almost every goal is highlight worthy. Like it's like he's not just getting like you know, run of the mill NHL goal. Like he's like, he's scoring in ways that you're just like, even, even with the expectation of like, he, you know, everyone that we talked to leading up to the draft was saying like, besides Matthews, he has the best shot. And if even coming in with that expectation, like, yeah, he probably has the second best shot in the league. You're still just like, wow. Like we, like the goal last night, like we, we looked at it, we were talking about it at the office. I was just like, I was like, it's, it's physically not, it shouldn't physically be possible to shoot the puck like that in the way that his body was positioned and the way his momentum was going. Like that, the, like he, he is one of a handful, if that of players that could, that could be able to do that. And it's not like he's just doing like, he's a, it's not like he's a one trick pony. Like look at the assist to Murphy the other night. Yeah. Like again, another Same thing, like- another thing, very few players in the NHL, uh, you know, on the planet could could make that kind of pass with that kind of accuracy. Like it's 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 incredible. So I think you know the highlight worthy, the highlight reel of his entire season is going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be nuts. What's and it's it's already got a, a number of good ones on it. Every goalie he faces, the highlights like this. <laughs> like, what, I, what, I, what, I, what just I, happened? What? Did he score? What, I, what just happened? I jumped into uh, Spencer Carberry's pregame uh, media scrum Sunday ahead of the game with the Caps, and he was asked about Connor Bedard and what he's seen so far, and he said that Connor Bedard has the best shot in the world right now. Like <laughs> he's already declared. Like no, the, and he mentioned the way he changes the angles and the way it comes from anywhere, and he can get it off at any spot of the ice, any positioning his body is in. He said Connor Bedard has the best shot in the world. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he's yeah. watching number eight every night. He's it's got a decent shot himself. So, yeah, no, he hasn't he hasn't since Carberry got there. But yeah, he's seen, <laughs> he's, he's seen the highlights. Yeah, he saw the highlights anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got to get our super chat from our friend Cricket. She wants to see some dog action, Greg. So uh, no, she's saying she wants to see Steven. Well, I can't blame her for that, Steven. I mean, he's he's got the he's got the guns That's, out. We need an update on your uh, on your um, hinge uh, situation yeah. last night. Do you want to share that on the air? <laughs> no, I don't want to share well, that on the air. No, we're gonna. <laughs> a, a, a certain NHL player's daughter was on there. That, that is what we'll say. Not a current, no. Former, 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 former NHL former, players. Yeah, former yeah. NHL player's daughter. Did she? Yeah, uh, yeah. Is there a response? There is no response. No. All right for a two hundred for a two hundred dollar super <laughs> chat. We'll reveal who it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's no, there's no chance she's she's answering it now. Where's where's the Duke when you need him? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he would have it no problem. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the but other question, cricket, but thank you, Cricket, for the super chat. We appreciate that. And uh, the other question I had was for Mario. Before we started the show, uh, you bent over and spilled. Hey, yeah, you broke now. a lot of glass. <laughs> I didn't break. I didn't break. And anything. you said it was the leftover right. beer bottles from your wedding. I need to know the story on why you have beer <laughs> bottles from your wedding. Cause they're so at the time that my wife and I got married, my dad was super into like making his own beer. So one of the things that he wanted to do that was special for the wedding was make 
special beers, uh, craft beers, um, for the, uh, you know, for the reception and stuff. Um, and then my, uh, my wife's brother-in-law also, uh, was, was doing that at the time too. So he made one too. So we got, we have commemorative, um, empty bottles. Oh, this one's got, still got some in it. Drink it. Drink it. Yeah. Drink it. Oh, here drink you got. It. No, absolutely not. No, you want me to shit my pants on air too? Yes. Um, for a three hundred dollars super champ. You 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 You're in your own house. We're down in the studio, man. Crap away. So uh yeah, so they got the Mario and Catherine oh, slap shot shandy. Oh, this was an orange Ooh. shandy, which I was a big Ooh. fan of at the time. Uh Jesus. That sounds Let's good. All right, I thought you just had like random like High Life and Miller Lite bottles that you no, just stole because no. they were from that, your wedding. The Wedding Bell Ale. These, none of these are Goose Island, by the way. So sorry about that. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Not yet. We could sell them the recipe. Oh, this one's full too. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is our dog. So this is the one my um, sister, uh, my wife's uh, brother-in-law made. It's called Cooper's Ale. So there's our dog Cooper. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that was his ale. Um, I don't remember what it was supposed to taste like. Ale and. Uh, oh, this one. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> we got, uh, so, we, you know, we lived, we lived in Chicago at the time. Uh, so it's girl on the L Trapel, which is a Trapel beer to be like the L train. Okay. So we did that one. Um, Damn. yeah. So you want to see the, you want to see the wine bottles that are down here that my wife, uh, got. We should save that for, for next time to make sure we... this. For next week. Oh, we'll this was for my Wednesday. This was my for my birthday, I think it was. Uh, this was a what was this? A, a red a red wine, a Chianti. This is my eighth grade uh, graduation photo. So there's that wow. on a wine bottle. Nice. Um, Michael says he's got a big bonus coming. Don't tempt him with a three hundred dollars super chat. Why did it look like you <laughs> went to eighth grade in nineteen seventy three? Hey, maybe I did. <laughs> This is uh, a lot of French words. It's a white wine. Uh, this is me. Gosh, one of my three years old, maybe two or three at the beach. Oh, there I am. Yeah, skin. look at that beach pod. I always got the guns out. Oh, guns out, guns out. What was this last one? This is uh what is this? German? What is that? Velvet? It's a, it's, <laughs> it's a white, it's a white mix. Um, Oh, this is just me down by Lake Michigan a couple of years ago. Nice. There, there you go. Well, there you yeah, go. So See, that's, we know. Yeah, when I move my desk to get into frame, this is what you heard. Yes, that's and everyone was concerned. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, that was fun. We want to thank DJ Bean for being part of the show. We talk to those what chaos guys uh, every Wednesday, one or both of them. Um, so make sure you check in those shows. And really, if you're a hockey fan, not just a Hawks fan, uh, what I love about that show is it is NHL hockey talk and it's entertaining. It's not a bunch of numbers. It's not a bunch of uh, rehearsed like hockey speak. It is two hockey fans having fun talking about hockey. They talked to Jeff Skinner last night from the Sabres, and I don't think great. they spoke about hockey like for two seconds. It was great. He was they're, great. Yeah. They're really doing a good job of, since the league can't do it, the What Chaos podcast is doing a great job of showing the personality of these guys around the league. So make sure you check that out. All right, tomorrow, Hawks play Seattle at 9. We got an 8.30 pregame, another late-night postgame. Uh, so make sure you're there with us. We'd appreciate that. And before we got to let you go, we got to tell you about our buddy, Charlie, the bacon guy. Yeah, Charlie. He's uh, great with the bacon. Yes. And uh, he's got all the all your bacon needs covered. Um, and, you know, if you if you if you don't believe me, you can ask him yourself. He's usually in our chat. Charlie is based out of Woodridge, Illinois, and makes craft bacon and bacon jams in over 30 different flavors the bacon and the bacon jams are all made nat uh naturally naturally cured with a uh, fancy preservative free recipes uh there aren't any ingredients that charlie himself cannot pronounce involved in the process unlike most store-bought bacons it is vacuum sealed and freezes up great it lasts in the package up to 45 days in the fridge and six months in the freezer bacon jams last about 60 days in the fridge Usually about 28 seconds uh, when, when it gets into my house. You just pop that lid open. Big old scoop of bacon jam. See ya. Uh, and six months in the freezer if you're one of those weirdos that freezes bacon for six months. Some of the flavors that Charlie has done uh, and will uh, will do for you 
uh, maple pepper, Nashville hot, French toast bacon, like amazing. Like any any brunch that uh, that you want to take to the next level, French toast bacon from Charlie is going to be able to do that. Uh, jalapeno garlic, jardinier bacon, the Malort bacon is also available for those who want to do that. Uh, he will do it for you. You got bacon jams as well. Uh, bourbon, spicy peach bacon jam. What's really cool is you can go to Charlie's website and he has the bacon uh, inventory or um, what is it called? The bacon, uh, help me out here. Uh, archive. Uh, archive. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. So you can see all the different uh, bacon flavors and jam flavors that he's done in the past. Uh, and if you want one that is uh, currently not in stock, if you order enough of it, he will make it specially for you. The bacon goes perfectly on anything. Uh, you could put bacon on anything and it's going to taste great. If you put Charlie's bacon on anything, again, you talk about next level, that will take it there. So you could pick up uh, bacon the most efficient way uh, yourself or he'll deliver to you. He'll meet you halfway or he can ship it as well. He makes the bacon so you can bring it home. And starting now until the end of the week, December 15th, you can save 10% off of your order at charliethebaconguy.com when you use the promo code CHGO10. Again, that's the code CHGO10 at charliethebaconguy.com to save 10% off of your order from now until the end of the week, Friday, December 15th. Get your orders in. Use the code to save. Do that. All right, we're going to wrap it up. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And reminder, we're powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at ComEd.com slash clean. We'll talk to you at 8.30 pregame before Hawks and Kraken on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We all city like the mayor.